What's up, everybody? Fun fact that we just found out. Neither Mason or I know pig Latin or how to talk in it. Something like uh, you like take the first letter and put it on the back. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's like... I don't know. I don't know how to speak okay. Latin. <laughs> well, excuse me. Uh, it took me out. Anyway, um, well, what we're talking about today is Christian knees. That's why we're talking about pig Latin in different languages. Because sometimes, you know, uh, words that are used in Christianity, we don't actually understand what they mean. And especially people outside the church when we're trying to witness don't understand what those things mean. So before we get there, um, my name is Andrew and with me is Mason. We both have our own um, expressions of of ministry. Um, Mason serves within a church and I serve through business and what I do um, outside of the the walls of the church. Um, But the one thing that's common for both of us is, is for both of us, w- what everything we do is really to edify the church and bring glory to God. And so this uh, podcast is to talk about a wide array of topics, wide array of, of or wide array of just very real and sometimes just unfiltered things that need to be talked about. Um, again, to clarify all while edifying the church and glorifying God through these conversations. So, whether you believe in Jesus or not, um, we believe this this is for you. This can help you, and this can be a very beneficial piece. Um, uh, of, yeah, just a beneficial piece for you. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be fun. Uh, so I hope you enjoy episode two. Before we jump in, don't forget to... I'm, I'm going to be that guy. Like, comment, and subscribe, right? Um, yes. So do that. Definitely follow us on Spotify. Hit that follow button. Give us a rating. Uh, we would love that. Uh, appreciate that. But more importantly... Uh, follow us on Instagram and uh, that way you can know what's happening, but you can also submit questions you have topics you want to talk about. Our Instagram handle is two idiots in Jesus, all one word, yep. two idiots in Jesus, uh, because we're just really trying to figure out uh, what it means to, to live life. And we know that Jesus leads us through it. So uh, that's kind of where we came from. And then our email is pastors banter and Jesus at gmail.com. So uh, give us a follow, shoot us an email, um, comment, chat us. We will be there to answer any questions you have and, um, who knows? You may be featured, not your name, unless you want your name to be known, but yeah. your question might be featured in, in our uh, next episode. Yeah. So enjoy that. Well, that's the big thing is like, we can come up with topics all day to talk about, but we really want to know what you are wondering. Like, what are the questions you have in your faith? What are the questions you have for God? What are the questions you have about culture? Like th- those are the things that we want to talk about. We want to talk about the things that our listeners are, are wanting to know or, or wanting to have a conversation about. Um, so that's really helpful for us. And also, if you if there's something that you just need prayer for, um, just let us know. Um, write us on Instagram, email us, and uh, let us know how we can be praying for you. But we do want to address this because we do think it's important to... Because mm-hmm. in this, we're going to use some Christianese, um, and we're going to stray away from Christianese at times as well. Like, we're going to be very away from Christianese yeah, absolutely. <laughs> at, at some points. So you're going to hear both. And I think what the the premise is that we want to talk about, we want to highlight is that there is a time and a place for both. Yeah, um, yeah. Like we shouldn't live within the world of Christianese. We shouldn't avoid it at right. all costs. So what's the balance and why should there even be a balance? What's the balance and the force of, of Christianese, right? Yeah. So, um, I know we didn't talk through uh, a definition, but do you want to take the liberties to sure. define 
what Christianese would be? What yeah. do we mean when we're talking about that term? Yeah. So, so Christianese, I mean, you, you hear the phrase and, um, it sounds like a foreign language and that's almost exactly what it is, right? It is specific words within the, the Christian faith and Christian religion, uh, that you understand and know if you are a Christian, but may not know or understand outside of Christianity, right? Uh, much like foreign languages, there are, uh, words you're not going to know, right? Spanish, 99% of the world, and that's probably a different number than what I think, but 99% of the world knows what baño means, right? Baño is bathroom in Spanish. If you didn't know, now you know. Uh, but in Christianese, there are words like sanctification, justification, propitiation for sin, right? And those are even just scratching the surface of uh, what Christianese is. And so it's this uh, words that are specific to Christianity that some people may not know. I think that's the best way to best way to put it. Yeah. Or the way I would. Yeah, so I completely agree. And I think I, this kind of like punched me in the face when I was in college um, and realized that people who weren't Christians had no idea what the word secular meant. That or, um, you know, even when I first started in ministry, I asked uh, a small group of of students and, and some of them weren't believers what does grace mean? And one of them was like, mm. oh, that's uh, that's like what a ballerina has when they're dancing. Wow. That's grace, right? And I was like... Technically true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're right. In this context, what does it mean, right? right? Yeah. So there is, but I think, especially after you've been in the church so long and mm. been within like Christianity, you know, the, these terms do become a part of your vocabulary and your language Very much so. and you just use it. Right. Yeah. And which isn't a bad thing. Cause it's, it is truth. I was told one time at a church not to use the word salvation in my message because they didn't want to be too churchy. And I wow. was like, well, that's, that's not going to happen. That's the truth. Right. Yeah, exactly. As long as I'm explaining what that yeah. is, you know, there's no, no harm and there's probably more harm in not using it, right? Yeah. But anyway, those are just like a couple examples of like things that you may not even think of, mm. right? But that like people don't understand because yeah. we're so locked into this, this, these, this vocabulary that you learn when you're in the church for so long. Yeah, and I think the the funny thing is like you you hit on something very specific there. the The world has definitions for words, and then they change a little bit for Christianity, not necessarily change in the terms of definition, but grace is a great example of that, right? Like grace uh, being, you can have grace when you're walking in high heels. Um, I grew up working in the pageant world and, and plenty of people had grace walking in high heels. Some really did not. And you know who you are, uh, but <laughs> I'm uh, sitting right here, man. Come uh, on. Yeah. You know, Andrew is, uh, um, I don't know. Have you ever worn high heels? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, how'd that go? I was a youth pastor, dude. Oh, that makes sense. There, <laughs> there it is. Well, then yes. clearly I'm doing something wrong it, as a youth pastor because I did, have not. <laughs> it did not go well, Good to know. needless Good to, to say. Uh, but there's there's grace in that, right? Or or, or uh, grace as a dancer, right? But grace with uh, within Christianity, the definition of grace is uh, receiving a gift that you didn't deserve, right? Like it's it's different. It's completely different. And, and we use grace wrapped up with this idea of what Jesus did for us on the cross of he, he died for our sins and gave us eternal life, which is a gift that we didn't deserve. Right. Well, I think about like, there's a, I have a weird level of like respect and frustration for like street preachers. Yeah. 
because on one end I'm like, I, I absolutely a hundred percent have the utmost respect for the boldness and the courage that it takes to do that. Mm. Um, and, and the buying into the calling that you have on your life. Yeah, that takes so it does. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I'm not just sitting here knocking it. At the same time, when you're just sitting there and you're saying, repent, repent, the kingdom of God is at hand, repent, you sinners, otherwise you're going to hell. Like, what is that? What is, you know, if, you've, if you haven't been in the church, what are you supposed to what do with that? Yeah. What does repent mean? What is the kingdom of God? What is, what is hell apart from what you see on, you know, just South Park. <laughs> yeah. Saddam Hussein and Satan are in a relationship, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, exactly. Like, if that's your context of hell, yeah. you're just like, sounds kind of funny, honestly, or yeah. whatever. You know, it's just like, again, I, I hold those people in high respect. I think it's amazing. But at the same time, like, isn't there a more effective way, yeah. right? Or, 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 even better language to use, even if you're in that position, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, and I think to to go with that, like there's there's definitely ways you can share the gospel well to people who don't know, and we'll 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 bring up kind of what Paul says about these things here, but in a second. But um, but but looking at this, you almost have to look at it, in my opinion, in my thoughts of, um, hey, infants, right? You don't give an infant a stake. Uh, to, to chew on one they could choke and die and they're just not going to understand right and in the same way some of these big christianese words now some are bigger than others right grace is one that uh it's 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 the baby milk it's the things that you need to give that new christian that new believer uh that you need to, to walk with them to understand what grace is what mercy is what salvation is right um and, and even kind of maybe a bigger one maybe more like that solid baby food like the mushed up peas and carrots or whatever is uh justification right you get a little bit bigger yeah, there right, right. but uh, just Transubstantiation. One of the, my favorite youth. <laughs> wow, that one's a big one. <laughs> we'll cover that one in a different episode yeah, later. Yeah, cool, but, cool. Uh, one of my favorite youth games, by the way, is uh, making students guess what baby food it is. Uh, oh, it's so funny to me because some kids can just down it. Some kids can handle it. Like no. the 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 soggy squash that it is. Nope. They'll just no face and they just like squash. No, nope. I'll throw up. I'm like you every time. Uh, beside nope. the, sorry, back to back on track there. Um, but you have to walk them through because these words are are important. I don't want to, I don't want to give this idea that the, the words that we have within Christian Christianity within Christianese aren't aren't important. But to someone who doesn't know the gospel, they're hard words to hear. They're hard to wrap your head around. Right? Um, it's like watching a chess master and trying to um, trying to to play against them when you don't even understand the basic rules. You gotta understand and know the the basics before you can even go on to those deeper stuff. And so, with Christianese, sometimes we fall in that trap. And I think Andrew, you said it, where we just start to to know these words, so we use these words more right. often than we think. Right, right. And that's exactly what it is. We we default to what we're familiar with, and I think that goes deeper. I guess we can get into that more later. But like our reactions and whatever, we default to what we're familiar with, and and you know, the more we become familiar with it, it's easy to throw in a word. And I, I, when I was pastoring in the church, I I noticed that like, I would throw in these words and I was like, I don't even know if these kids understand what this means. Mm. I'm like, it fits the message, but like some of these things until I experienced it, didn't understand it. Like Mm. I, I can't say, I, I, I can tell you, 
that I didn't really comprehend grace until about three years ago. Wow. Like truly felt and understood what great, what it means to, to experience grace in your life from God. Like genuinely believing that after you mess up, you are forgiven and you can move on with your life. And, and, and the biggest thing for me was like, that was, you know, and, and Paul says this, right? He says, since we have grace, should we just keep on sinning because we've been forgiven? Right. By no means, right? Means, yeah. But actually, it was the first time in my life I experienced, I was like, because I am loved, I want to be better. Mm. And because grace exists, it pushes me to be better. Yeah. Like, if every time I messed up, God was just like punching me in the face and he's like, idiot, you know, like I would do to myself. Like, that didn't make me want to be better. Yeah. Right. But then when I really genuinely embraced grace and was like, no, like I've every single day of my life, I'm made a new creation. Mm, That's That's crazy, man. Like the old is gone and the new is here. The old is dead. The new has arrived because grace and his mercies are new every morning, you know. And so like. So good. (laughs) and, And that's what happens, though. When we experience, when we actually genuinely understand what these words mean, rather than just throwing them out, because I threw it out so much when I was in ministry, and now, like, I'm on this soapbox because I'm like, <laughs> I want people to feel this because this—that's the power of grace. It's not just a word. It's not just Christianese. Like, it is a, a characteristic of of God and who He is, and that's yeah. that's powerful, you know. And like, I don't even know why I started on that ramp, but. No, but I, I appreciate that rant. I mean, even if you look at, but I think it, I think it's important to to even even have that conversation because you said it's the power of words, right? Words have power. Words have yeah, meaning. Totally. Um, and, and we have shifted, and we I say we as a culture, um, whether Christian or not, have shifted away from words being powerful and words having meaning. Where now we use the word "sus" as uh, as a word, right? Instead of suspicious, <laughs> yeah. right? Or even suspect. I'll even give you suspect. I don't get um, it. But suspicious, right? Is the word "sus," right? Uh, but this idea that that hey, words have meaning and have power. And there's a whole side tangent we can go down with the way you talk to other people. But but like you mentioned, if you just hear the word "grace" in a message, you're not gonna you're not gonna get it. But when you experience the grace that God has. When you experience the grace that he gives you and the, and the mercy that he gives you, right? That's another one, even just a simple um, four-letter word. Um, <laughs> I just found that out on nine words. What is he um, counting? <laughs> but even just another simple four-letter word of, of, of what it is, like, hey, um, you're not going to understand it until you experience it. Right. And so it can be harder to, to, to wrap your head around those words uh, when you just don't get them. And I think that's something that we have, and I find myself in this trap, right? Uh, I've experienced it. I understand it. I'm learning it. I'm in, I'm in, in some seminary classes. So I'm diving into some of these deeper topics and, uh, they're so cool when I can understand them. So cool when I hear them and I want to share them with my youth. I want to share them with people who don't know them. And so I, I jump in sharing it, but it's like, it's like being handed or like slapped in the face with a shoe, uh, and being told, put this on your foot and you have (laughs) no idea what to do with it. Right. Because we're just given to you so fast and so, uh, fervently that you're like, okay, I think I'm just going to adapt to this and put this on my foot and you put it on the wrong foot. It doesn't even fit you. Like you have no idea what it is, but it's a word that you hear and keep using. Right. Right. So, so I I guess my question and follow up to that is, um, because words have meaning because, uh, they matter, then where do we start? Right. As, 
uh, as people who want to share the gospel, as people who want to want to see lives changed as Christians. Yeah. What words do we use? Where do we start without without using Christianese? Mm. Oof. Um. Man, that's a great question. You should have asked me this before. I'm just probably kidding. true. No, 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 no. I I actually love this because this is a piece of the rawness. Is like. We're not coming here with like all the questions or all the answers. We're coming up with all the questions, but it is a great it is a great question, man. And one so one thing that we used to always say, and I I still you know my wife and I kind of live this out. This is mm. kind of one of our mottos, is our goal is to always show the gospel before we preach it. Yeah. So it's like we want to serve people first, love them selflessly, like truly show people a selfless no strings attached love like we're gonna do this for you we're gonna either give you this money we're gonna feed you we're gonna xyz and we expect nothing in return yeah genuinely like we'll walk away and we're just but we're just what we're doing is we are showing you the gospel of jesus and like it just gives us opportunity for people to just wonder why we do that and then it leads us into this place of like well like you deserve it no, I don't, but you do. And then that's their first experience of grace, right? And then cool. you can put words to that and say, just like you feel like you didn't deserve this, sure, maybe you didn't, but like we thought you did, right? And that mm-hmm. that, that allows them to experience grace. And then that begins to show what the gospel is, right? Mm. Like it kind of, it kind of opens that, and we don't shy away from the words. We don't, you know, like intentionally, like don't say anything that's Christian related, but we really try and put action with the words that we use to try and, you know, demonstrate it and show uh, people what it, what it really means, you know? Um, So anyway, like, I guess that's more of like an action rather than like, Hey, what words do we use first? Um, But at the same time, like, and you mentioned this, the the last one, where it's like, you know, part of your testimony was when you were like, I'm a Christian, but you just felt really convicted by that, right? Yeah. If the Spirit's leading you to say something, say it. Because yeah. the Spirit will, ultimately, we trust that the Spirit's going to open hearts and minds and ears and yeah. is just going to make it happen. I mean, we, we don't have to make it happen. We just have to listen and obey. Yeah. And it will, right? But anyway, that's... I'd say, I mean, our experience, that's kind of the approach that we take because it is more of a long game and and we, we just want to show it first and then that's how we yeah. kind of, I guess, lean into that. Yeah, and, and I appreciate that. I think especially looking at the word, the idea that the words have meaning and have power, right? Um, sometimes you have to be shown that power. Uh, yeah. Most of the world is going to be a, a visual or experiential learner. Uh, studies have shown that uh, throughout psychology like yes there are people who are readers and hearers but yeah. most people the vast majority are going to be uh, seers and doers to be able to learn right and so that means they have to see it and experience it right. um, one thing and on the flip side of this for me I, I get cautious of um, I'm sure you've heard the phrase you know uh, um, share the gospel always 
um, how do they say it? It's either uh, uh, use words when you need to, or whatever yeah, share the gospel is. always, yeah. but use as few words as possible, or like, uh, but use words when needed, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that saying. Yeah. Fun fact of the day. Um, I hate that saying, and, be, and the reason I hate that, not that you are doing that in any 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 stretch. I don't want to. How dare you? Um, uh, yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we have this relationship. Uh, I don't believe it's what you and your wife are doing by any stretch, uh, whatsoever. But but in in Romans ten fourteen. Uh, Paul says, you know, how then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? Mm. Right. This idea. And you, you hit on the end of it, right? There's two things that, that we see Jesus do. One, he lived out, well, he was Jesus. So he lived out the gospel, right? But he lived life with people. He showed them things, right? right? You look at the woman who was caught in adultery. He stepped in front of her as an act of showing that, that he doesn't condemn her, that he has covered her, that he has taken care of that for her, right? right. Um, and then he asked the question, uh, hey, who's here to throw the first stone? And she said, no one. And he said, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more, right? In both aspects, he lived the life and then preached the words, right? And in the same way, it sounds like you're doing the same thing, which is amazing. You're, you're living the life with people, and then you're also using the words when needed, right? right. But you hit something super important there at the end, Um that the Holy Spirit is, is bigger than us. The Holy Spirit is going to move in that space. When yeah. you feel called to say something, say something. Just say it, yeah. E- even if you're going to use Christianese, even if you're going to yeah. use uh, words that you might think be, might think are too big, uh, even if you don't even remember what you said the next day, because you probably won't, use those words. Speak the words, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because Paul even said, like, how, how can people believe if they have not heard? How can they hear without someone preaching to them, right? We have to preach. We have to say things. Yeah. Uh, but then in First Corinthians, this is where it gets kind of fun for me, is, is when Paul talking about how to reach people, um, he says, First uh, Corinthians 9, Though I am free and belong to no man, I make myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. To the Jews, I become like the Jew to win the Jews. To those under the law, I become like one under the law, though I myself am not under the law. And so as to win those under the law. To those not having the law, I became like one not having the law, though I am f- not free from God's law, but am under Christ's law, so as to win those not having the law. And to the weak, I became weak to win the weak. I become all things to all men, so that by all possible means I might save some. I do this all for the sake of the gospel, that I may share in its blessing. Mm. Paul laying out this idea of, of you have to use means necessary to reach people who are lost. Now, uh, that doesn't mean we, we, you know, go out to the strip club and reach out to the people <laughs> in the strip club, right? But still this idea of we, we need to meet people where they're at, right? We can't expect them to understand everything that comes in, right? We can't expect them to understand and follow all the rules and understanding. And, and you you talked about it last week, uh, last week with the person that came in wearing the shirt, I love hot, hot moms or I heart hot moms, whatever <laughs> that shirt was, right? Um, what a legend of a kid. I heart hot moms. That's right. I hope he's listening. Um, <laughs> Me too, man. Yeah. I, I, w- I would love to meet him. Me too. And uh, be like, I'm glad you made it, buddy. If that was <laughs> you uh, back in that time, reach out to us. We want to we talk to you. Uh, yeah, please. But at the same time, like that, to be the kid, to be the person for that, that kid wasn't about uh, telling him, hey, you can't be here because you're not in a suit and tie. It was more, hey, man. Do you know Jesus? Hey, man, have you met these these other guys that could be friends with you, right? Yeah. Um, have you met this this cool this cool guy named Andrew who uh, will probably throw a dodgeball at you later, but is also a lot of fun to hang out with, right? Like yeah. those kinds of things that that matter to people. That you're meeting people where they're at. You're using right. words they're going to understand. You're you're diving into their life rather than 
um, trying to to make them understand something right. that you know now. Right. I guess, so th- we talked about this last week, kind of the difference of our scenarios and situations where a lot of my ministry happens outside the walls of the church. Right. Mason's happens inside the walls of the church. So for me, like I do naturally lean away from using Christianese a lot. Right, right. And we, it was funny when we were talking about this topic, it was very like, I think we felt that tension already where I was yeah. like, I don't like Christianese. And then you kind of had this feeling of like, yeah, but it, it's necessary. But I, but I use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it, and I do, I, I, it is necessary. Oh, and, yeah. and so how do we, I mean, how do we find the ba- balance? Is there a mm. balance? Is because for me, it's like, you know, I, I want to, you know, I I try and have when I'm having conversations with people who don't believe in Jesus, like putting it into terms that I, I know they're going to understand, right, right? Right. But really wanting to be cautious of like, I don't want to one not trust Jesus, and I don't want to water down the gospel absolutely not in trying to like avoid some of these words right right? so there there's a there's a fine line i think on that and and we mentioned parables yeah we did you talked about that before where i said you know like it's one purpose of parables was to make things make sense you know put things on a level that people understood but then like Talk about what what you then said about it, and I carry on on that. Yeah, um, you know, ultimately the parables were were to cast alongside, um, to to make known, uh, to cast alongside. And so really, Jesus used parables when he spoke to uh, make it plain to some people, uh, make it plain to those who lived it, but then uh, also to those who who didn't want to hear, they weren't going to understand, right? Yeah. And so you talk about this fine line, and I I do I do appreciate this from the two aspects that we have where. Um, I'm in the church and, 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 and you're outside of the church, right? Like I'm preaching to you or uh, preaching and teaching to youth uh, every Sunday, every Wednesday. Um, and, and most of my youth, um, uh, actually, yeah, I, I'm confident saying most of, most of my youth know Jesus. Uh, most of my youth know him, have grown up in the church. Uh, a lot of them have come up from the, from the younger classes and that's how our group has grown. Right. And so they've probably heard a lot of these words. And so for me to use those words isn't isn't a stretch for them to not understand, right? right? Um, but the second I go to preach an event, uh, we have a couple different events throughout the year where we uh, are highly pushing um, that they bring their lost friends. They bring their friends that don't know Jesus. And even right there, like lost friends. What does right, that mean? Right, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. even something there. Totally. But, uh, but bringing people that don't know Jesus, uh, what words do I use? How do I preach it? And so this... It, you you you're right. It's a delicate balance of what words are important to use uh, for them to know now versus what words can they can they grow into. Yeah, and I think that's the kind of the the balance I I, I try to strike is what is important now, what is important to understand now, and what is what is good to learn later. Yeah. To me, what I found is grace and mercy are are incredibly important to know now, because that's what what Jesus did for us the cross. Yeah. Salvation important to know now. Right. Uh, being lost, what does that mean? Important to know now. Now, you don't have to try and like explain all of these at one point in time. Right. You can use parables. You can use what Jesus said. You can use the uh, what Jesus said in his word through his different parables to preach. Um, but but those are just a, f- a few ideas of things that, hey, these are important to know now. But 
uh, propitiation for sin. Maybe maybe break that one down <laughs> later, right? Uh, right. Transubstantiation or whatever you said earlier. Transubstantiation. Transubstantiation. <laughs> I'm gonna, I can't say that word. Uh, <laughs> however you say it. Uh, those ones, like, maybe later, right? Like, that's right, probably a different right. one for a later date. Yeah, but... <laughs> But what's important now? Like, what what do you think? What do you think when you're sharing the gospel, people need to know that you can speak plainly on? Yeah, I mean, i I think we I think we always start. I think we should always start with love, because it's. I mean, love is so universal, but there is no love like the love of Jesus. Yeah. You know, so to take something that everybody at least, and that's what. You know, we're talking about how words have have power. That's what like drives me nuts, man. It's just like <laughs> I words are very important to me. I know they are to you yeah. too. I, I worked with a guy. He told everybody in our ministry, "I love you. I love you. I love you." And I was like, "You don't. You don't love them. <laughs> mm, yeah. You 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 just met them today. You yeah. do not love them." Uh, one of my favorite concerts, f- just for this reason. When I was in college, I went and saw Ben Rector. Oh, nice! Um, who's awesome? Love that dude. Well, <laughs> exactly yeah, right there. Yeah, right there, right? right? And that's exactly that's actually a very good example of what I'm trying to say. But like his music a lot, and we were at his concert, and someone was like, "I love you, Ben," and he was like, "I don't know you, but thank you." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That's awesome," because most people are like, "I love you too," and he's like, "I don't know you, but thanks." Cool, you yeah. know, like. But but that's the thing, man. It's like I love cheeseburgers. I love this artist, that artist. Yeah. You know, it, it is oversaturated. But at the same time, Jesus said the most important command is to love God and love, love others, people. right? And yeah, love God, love people. And I just think that's such a it's such a easy and good place to start mm. because with love comes grace, with love comes mercy. Um, like all of those things come with love hard conversations we have them out of love yeah um you know like that is just the the root of the gospel and then and everything else comes from that right yeah. um you know we my wife and i we've said like our mission is to just love people and like whether we get something in return or not or they thank us or we never see them again like we're just put on this earth to love people and yeah. it's turned into a lot of people experiencing Jesus you know and yeah. and so you know i think i'm answering the question but um but that's just where i think that's the easiest place to start man it's just yeah. like just love people and the rest will come yeah. like and it comes kind of full circle of like trust the spirit like yeah, if you're loving absolutely. people through with the love of Jesus, like you can't make a mistake there. Like yeah. love people the way that Jesus loves people and trust the spirit with the rest. Yeah. The the spirit will will convict. The spirit will move. The spirit will will do what he needs to do as long as we begin with that love and then yeah. and talk and talk about that love. Like again, that's things that people understand is like you're you're loved. Like Desp- you know, not even despite your story, even with your story, you are yeah. loved. And and you talked about it last week, no matter what you've been through, that you can experience this love. You have this love. And you're a, you're a prime example of that, right? And uh, anyway, I, I just think that's a, I think that's the best place for us to start. Yeah, I, I think you, you're right on that front. I mean, even if we look at Jesus, what he did here, right? He, he used words. He absolutely... Uh, spoke to people, um, but he spoke to people where they were at. 
yep. in a loving manner, right? Uh, and I think part of it too is, hey, hey, God gave you a testimony for a reason. Testimony is a Christian word, uh, but testimony is really just to testify about something. Right. Um, we can break down words into their roots and, and try to figure them out, figure figure out what they mean that way, right? But a testimony is really just uh, what something what is what is done. You testifying about what has been done in your life. You're telling the story about what has been done in your own life, and and often in our own testimonies and what we have in our own lives, we're not using Christianese words because it's right. what we understand, right? right? So yeah. when we use our own testimonies uh, of what God has done in our life, we often share the gospel way more clear than if we try to script out how to share yeah. the gospel because we we're able to articulate, well, this is what God did for me. Yep. This is how he showed up. This is how I understand grace. This is what I understand love right. to be. Right. And, and all of that is going to come from a place of love because like you said, if you love someone, you're willing to have the hard conversations. Right. You're willing to tell them the truth about the gospel. You're yeah. willing to to walk through roads within the man that they are are struggling with, and um, in in all of this, like, please hear if you find yourself using Christianese, don't don't think you're doing something wrong or you're missing it. Like, you're not. Yeah, we have to trust that the that the that the Holy Spirit is moving beforehand before us, right? And this goes into where we read, you know, be ready in season and out of season because we never know when we're going to be called. We never right. know when we're going to be uh, told to to share the gospel with someone, and so if we are ready to share the gospel, uh, then when the opportunity presents itself, it's not going to matter what we're saying because uh, we're already ready to let the Holy Spirit speak through us to that person. Right. And if we use Christianese words, they're going to know what it means because the Holy Spirit is working in their life right. as well. Right. right? Um, but yeah, I mean, Christianese is a hard topic and it's something to, yeah. well, to I, munch on. We'll keep, we'll keep picking it apart. I think there's several times in this episode I was like, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about this later. Yeah. You know, um, we've got hopefully plenty of time to, to talk about a lot more that relates to this. But, you know, I think this is a good place for us to start. And yeah. we'll we'll keep touching on this and highlighting on this as we as we go through in, in the next weeks and further episodes. Yeah. He's but, right. I mean, it, it's in that aspect of, hey, this is a journey for us as well as we learn how to walk through this. So. Um, thanks for joining joining us on this one um, as we, yep. we go through of how to how to share the gospel without using Christianese yeah. uh, and find different words that uh, go through that. With and without. With and without, yeah. Both. Uh, both and. Both and. But yeah, and if there's, hey, if there's Christianese words that you find that you're not sure about, let us know. Uh, we'll help walk you through those. Email us. Um, e- email us or, or hit us up on Instagram uh, and we'll help walk you through what those words mean. Even if you just heard them for the first time in this podcast. You're like, I don't understand that. You didn't do a good job of explaining that please we want to make things clear yeah absolutely yeah so go hit us up on instagram at two idiots and jesus uh pbj podcast wasn't available so that's <laughs> there's the next best thing so uh two idiots and jesus uh hit us up there so uh and then also what helps us out if you believe in what we're doing if you would subscribe to the podcast if you would share it if you would leave a review all of those things help us out bunches um more than you know Yep, more than you know. So we want to get the message out. Share it if there's you know something in this that you think someone uh, could benefit from. So we like to end every episode just by praying yeah. with you. And so um, I prayed us out last time, so we're going to have Mason pray, pray us out this time. Yeah. Hey, if you've never prayed before, if this is the first time you've heard uh, prayer or been experiencing that, like, hey, just just, just listen. Uh, know that there's a God who loves you, who is listening, um, and knows every detail about your life, uh, whether whether you believe it or not. He, he knows and is listening and is there for you. Um, and so, uh, yeah, hope this blesses you. Um, um, but, yeah, let's pray. 
Dear Lord, thank you for today, God. Thank you for who you are. Uh, God, we thank you first and foremost uh, that you loved us as much as you do. God, that you loved us enough to to send your son uh, here into this imperfect, awful uh, world to to die and, and, and pay the payment for our sin because we know our sin deserves the payment of death. Um, and Jesus took that death uh, and took that death so that we could have eternal life, God. God, I pray for those that don't know you, that may be listening, God, that they are they're hearing and they're asking questions, God, that maybe uh, maybe this is the first time they've heard the gospel and it's moving in their life. God, I pray for those that, uh, that are struggling right now, Lord, that you are in every situation that's needed, God. You're providing peace where it's needed. You're providing understanding, uh, discernment, love. Um, God, if it's your will, even healing in Jesus' name, miraculous healing, if it's your mm-hmm. will. Um, Lord, we thank you for, for those listening. We thank you for this time. Uh, we pray that this is still your direction, your words, and nothing short of that, God. Uh, bless everyone listening uh, today, and uh, let us just have a great time and glorify you. And it's in your holy name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week.